Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch Show Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. Now, I do have a slight disclaimer, and this will help you decide whether you stay or whether you go. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I'm not meant for you. I'm not your reader, your guide, your interpreter, your numerologist, your astrologer, your mentor, your medium, baby. I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That doesn't mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. <laughs> We're back. Hello. How are you guys doing? I know that it's been a while since we last talked, but baby, I've been up and down this United States, left to right, this United States. You guys know every summer I'm I'm out here in these streets. Uh, I miss you. I hope that you guys have had an amazing moment in time to grow, to expand, to um, align. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, you guys, for all of the emails. For those of you that thought I was dead, I am alive and kicking. Um, also, stop thinking the worst when somebody is not present for like two or three weeks. I'm alive. I'm, I'm alive and kicking. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, What's up, guys? This is a little awkward for me. I'm not even going to lie. It's like, what do we do here? Like, what's the point of us? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> um, I had a great vacation. I had a great time off. Um, You guys know I headed to the beach with my family. Then I stayed with my family for a little bit. Then I traveled some more. <laughs> stayed with my family some more. Then I got back. I got tatted. My beautiful, amazing friend from Arizona came to visit for another one of my dear friend's birthdays. And we had a freaking ball. Um, I was going to record last week. But when I tell you we had no sleep, we had no sleep. I slept until Wednesday. Um... Also, you guys, um, hey to all of my new Spotify subscribers and listeners. Where did y'all come from? I'm not mad at it, but hey, baby. (laughs) Hey, baby. How are you? Um, here's the thing, guys. Um, I learned some great shit. I learned some important shit. Uh, some lifetime shit and above all um, I was able to practice the things that I've learned over these years Um, you know I always talk about how do we expect this work if the universe doesn't test us the universe was testing your girl Um, in some cases I failed miserably and I'm okay with that um, when you haven't been tested in a while, it, um, 
it can shake you to the core. And I'm okay with that. Uh, we just got to go back, reevaluate, realign, not realign, excuse me. We have to go back, evaluate, align, and um, be patient for the next time it comes. But we live and we learn. That's why I tell y'all, I'm healing. I'm not healed, baby. I am healing. I am not healed. You think that I'm just out here slanging and danging without going through my own trials and tribulations? You shit. Let me meet that bitch you think I am. (laughs) Let me meet that bitch that you think I am. All in all, though, it was amazing. I was going to say something else, but I totally had forgotten but that's okay i'm just looking out the window at these wasps um fighting over this nest i guess that's in this tree and i'm like how come i don't see them during the day but then again i'm like bitch it's hot as fuck out here um i don't know where you guys are at around the world because there's a lot of y'all from around the world y'all have y'all been shaking me with this podcast i'm getting a little scared and um i'm getting a little i'm not scared i'm very thankful i'm very grateful but when i'm streaming on youtube and on tiktok people are starting to recognize me from my podcast they're like hey (laughs) you're witch bitch tarot podcast i'm like well i'm Kristen, but i do host that podcast (laughs) um so, you know, um, I don't know where you're at in the world, but here in Texas, baby, <laughs> baby, when I tell you, um, I don't go outside since I got back yesterday, it was 102 degrees with the heat index. It was 117. They say it's so hot. Take your ass inside i was about to be like take your black ass inside <laughs> take your black ass inside um they yeah we get like if you put anything on your gps they're like be careful it's hot out there <laughs> they'll be like it's excessive heat warming be careful drink some water and i'm like god no anyway anyway this is a longer than normal intro um but you guys already know the drill we're about to get into it so the theme of june was numerology and i chose numerology for the theme of june because i knew i was going to be gone for most of the month of june and if we're being honest because as you know we're just we're just girls we're just guys we're just them days out here bumping purses right now listening to this podcast but I really like I don't fuck with explaining numerology to people anymore because they overcomplicate it and maybe that's something that I need to work on I don't know but right now it's not for me (laughs) it's not for me everybody's like but wait a minute and I'm like no 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 babe and they're we're gonna do like a really quick 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 crash course like when I tell you really quick 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 (laughs) crash course on numerology okay 
Um, as you guys know, we're going to get into the crystal of the week. We're going to get into the what's going on in the sky this week per Yuji. Um, also, next month, y'all get ready because we're talking about setting boundaries. <laughs> so get your get your get your popcorn. Um, sit down, relax. If you're driving, I don't know why I have to say this to y'all. If you're driving, keep your eyes open. Don't sit back and relax. Have a relaxing drive, but like, bitch, pay attention to the road. Fuck. <sighs> this week might be a doozy for some. Um, astrologically speaking, there's a lot of shit going on. And... Here's the thing that I've been noticing a lot lately. A lot lately. Excuse me. A lot lately. Uh, People blame their bad habits, their inability to um, hold themselves accountable, um, their lack of fill in the blank on astrology, on a placement. Yes, that placement could affect that. But, bitch, again, like, don't blame your toxic love traits. Oh, shit, excuse me. Your toxic love traits because you have a fucking Mercury in Cancer or some shit. Like, bitch, no, you're just toxic and you need to work on that. Anyway, let me not. Let me get off my soapbox. Um, Today's the second quarter moon. We love to see it. We love to see it. We love to see it. We have the full moon um, coming next week. And we'll get into that um, the next week. Anyway, today, um, we have a couple of transits that are taking place today. And um, are they make or break transits? Um, Let me say yes and no. And let me tell you why I'm saying yes or no. So the first one we have is Mars in Leo is squaring off with Uranus in Taurus. Um, We know that Mars represents our drive, our ambition, our insertion, excuse me, assertion. And then when we're talking about it in Leo, it just further emphasizes that self-expression, creativity, and leadership. Um, So then Uranus, on the other hand, is the planet of innovation and uh revolution sudden changes when it's in Taurus it's going to focus on the stability and their material resources and our connection to the physical world okay so this placement of Uranus is is automatically going to prompt us to challenge traditional structures okay With these two planets, when they're forming this square aspect, their energies are clashing, right? That's what a square means. Remember, square the fuck up, okay? Um, You could have a strong desire to change and a need to break free from limitations or routines and a willingness to take risk. However, this this, this aspect, excuse me, with these placements are going to ignite a sense of M. In, in blah, 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 impulsiveness okay and you could see yourself acting without considering the consequences okay that's on one side of this transit because I, I told myself i'm gonna start doing both sides instead of blending them together so these bitches could understand that you got options stop blaming it on what you think or how you 
feel something is going wrong, it's because... No, it's not. You have options, okay? Um... So on the other side of that, um, it can motivate you to break through or pursue new paths, right? Um, And it can also help us uh, get out of our comfort zones, challenge us with challenge ourselves when it comes to our outdated beliefs, us allowing ourselves to be more authentic because we feel liberated in a way, okay? It incur it still has that encouraging energy of innovation and originality, right? So on the flip side, you have to take that into consideration too. <laughs> um it's crucial just to remain mindful of any impulsive and rash tendencies during this um, transit, okay, during this time. Um, taking calculated risks and considering consequences, that's a tongue twister. I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> and considering consequences of our actions um, and obviously grounding ourselves through mindfulness practices or connecting with nature can be helpful, right? Because somebody asked me, and this is um, this is this is a great question, because uh, I was doing some of my weekly prep and stuff at my friend's house, and they were like, "I'm so confused. So, like, only on this day am I going to feel that?" Here's the thing: when we're talking about these lunations, these transits, these aspects. Yes, it could take place on that day, and it on some of them last for multiple days, right? Like we'll see the transit of Mercury retrograde last for um, about a month or so, a little bit over a month, right? Um, this year, this retrograde, we have Saturn retrograde and Uranus retrograde coming up that are going to last for a few months. So just because on that day that transit or in those aspects are taking place you might feel this energy a little bit before you might feel this energy after um and also it could be in that placement for a little bit so yeah it's not just that day but it's the energy around it right like you know when people are like damn bitch i'm still feeling the mercury retrograde and i'm like yeah mercury's still in a storm um Uh, we also have Mercury entering into Cancer today. I'm not, you know... When Mercury enters Cancer, our communication style and thought processes can become more influenced by our emotions, right? Um, Not just our emotions, again, on the flip side, because it's in the sign of Cancer, we can also see us having more intuitive communications okay we know that mercury is that planet of communication intellect reasoning right and it takes on the qualities of sensitivity empathy and introspection because of the cancer characteristics a lot of you guys don't know mercury and gemini are homies okay okay during this transit you need to uh, fix. I don't know why I wanted to say fix, but I'm going to go with it. I meant to say focus, but um, fix your emotional connections and family matters and your sense of security to more of um, 
to more of like front burner. Okay. Um, you may need to find yourselves, um, you, you may need to find yourself, uh, atoning when it comes to your feeling and the emotions that are around you. Um, but don't be over emotional, right? Like, um, and let me, I don't even want to say that. I don't even want to say it like that. Like be what the fuck you want to be. Just be careful. Okay. Um, because, you know, Mercury and Cancer is going to encourage us to express our emotions and our thoughts with greater sensitivity and compassion. And we may feel more inclined to listen actively and offer empathetic responses in a conversation. However, this can create, an, well, not however, but this can create an atmosphere of support and um, even kind of nurturing different interactions. However, this is where the however was meant to be. However, you need to be aware of who you are communicating to. I had this conversation um, while I was gone with one of um, one of my friends. And it's like, you know, they were saying they're tired of people saying that they're so emotional that they express too much. And I'm like, well, you're expressing to everybody right? Not everybody deserves to know how, like, Sammy Joe Jr. from down the street doesn't need to know how this pinnacle moment of your life is making you feel emotionally. Like, save that for your friends. Save that for your loved ones. Save that for your mutuals, your family. You know, save that for who deserves to understand that powerful emotion that you are expressing. So, that's why I'm saying like, however, um, our intuition and gut feelings become heightened during this transit. So listen to your motherfucking gay. <laughs> okay. So just remember with this transit, our emotions are going to be driven a little bit, excuse me, our communication is going to be driven a little bit more by our emotions. So then on the 28th and y'all now remember now y'all, I tell y'all this every week. But I, I have to remind you, because if I don't, uh, y'all get emails, y'all get DM. I, I get them all, okay? These are my top transits and aspects of the week. There are hundreds of transits and aspects during, that take place during the week. Transits that take place during the week, okay? There are hundreds. We could have a whole podcast. Every day I could make a podcast that last one hour at least for all of the transits that take place with their at with their corresponding aspects. Okay, these are my top ones for the week. Go and look, or if not, join the Discord server. I still I even put the daily top transits and aspects because some days, perfect example, like on the freaking thirtieth of July, there's over sixty transits that are taking place. Okay baby so thank you for letting me rant on my disclaimer the next one that i have chosen <laughs> is on june 28th um which is wednesday wicked weird wednesday um we have the sun in cancer is going to trine saturn in pisces saturn in pisces is doing his thing up there i will say that whoo 
Ooh. Um, so this creates a harmonious alignment between our sense of self and our responsibility, stability, and long-term goals. Okay, so this is going to bring, again, when we see with Mercury entering Cancer, this is going to bring together that intuitive energy of communication from Cancer and Mercury, but it's also going to bring the intuitive energy of Cancer uh with oh wait a minute now i just read that line wrong this aspect brings together nurturing intuitive energy of cancer with compassionate and visionary energy of pisces lord i don't know what the hell i was about to tell y'all <laughs> Um, so again, we know that the sun represents our core identity, um, our vitality, self-expression, while Saturn symbolizes structure, discipline, and wisdom. We know that when we see two planets trine, that means that they are having this supportive and flowing energy, allowing us to blend the qualities in a positive and productive way. So we know that takes place when we see a trine. Um here's the thing here's the thing the, the beginning of this week is going to be a very emotional and um, we could see ourselves tapping in empathetically we could see ourselves even intuitively tapping in and having these heightened moments of uh, 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 tapping in <laughs> but um, I, I just encourage you to approach this um to approach this be the beginning of this week emphasis on this transit approach the challenges and setbacks with patience and perseverance um use your use your noggin use your noggin um this transit um excuse me this aspect it helps remind us the importance of the long term okay especially when it comes to making decisions that are going to serve our highest good and our well-being we then have Venus in Leo that's going to be trying Chiron in Aries. Um, so this trine aspect um, suggests that there is going to be like a neutral flow and ease um, in integrating these energies, right? Especially because we're seeing it as a trine. So it's going to support us when it comes to expressing our true selves in relationships and creative pursuits while also facilitating healing um, healing and growth in areas where we may have experienced wounds because we we're talking about Chiron right Chiron is sitting in Aries okay um you could find yourself again um having this ability to love and connect with others in a different way in a more enhanced way and you may feel even more confident and courageous when it comes to expressing your desires and how you feel and how you've hurt and how you need to heal and it's going to be a deeper and more authentic connection so when we see this uh, uh, uh what day is this on the 29th we could be having some very 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 <laughs> i got that from my brother I guess this lady at his job is always like very, very, very. So the whole time we were out, we were at the beach. It was like, oh my gosh, this is very, very, very. <laughs> the intrusive thought one. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Oh, you can have some very, very deep 
conversations, deep connections toward the end of the week. And it's going to empower you. It's going to bring you a source of joy. It's even going to align you more with your personal growth. Okay. So this is also going to highlight the importance of self-love and self-acceptance and vulnerability, right? And we know that we're going to be communicating in a more empathetic, intuitive, and emotional way because we see Mercury entering into Cancer. So get fucking vulnerable. That's why I said this week's going to be a doozy for some of us. Um, this week, that's why I said this week is going to be a doozy for some of us. Okay. So then not only, um, did we have the sun trining Saturn and Pisces, we also have Mercury in Cancer trining Pisces, right? So this is, this is going to just help us get a little bit more organized, setting realistic goals. It's going to bring a sense of discipline, um, to focus on our emotions and our intuitive endeavors, allowing us to navigate our challenges with wisdom and with patience. Okay. Um, we will be able to prioritize in a different way because again, we are working through and working on when it comes to healing with those transits that are above. Um, so this weekend, y'all know I went on a whole conspiracy theory rant. Um, I'm trying, y'all know, y'all know, um, are we going to keep this under one hour? So not me freaking holding this microphone and it not even being connected not me holding this freaking microphone for the last 16 minutes and it not even being freaking connected let me just put it down this segment might sound a little weird y'all but it's okay um y'all know i go on my conspiracy theory rants and um this weekend when we're talking about fed now oh my god Oh my god. Okay, I plugged it back in. <laughs> plugged it back in. <laughs> um, but you know, Fed now is being released. We have some serious, serious, serious transits. But this is one of those moments where I'm not gonna put it on the podcast. If you catch me talking about it, you catch me talking about it. This is when I mind my fucking business because you know, I don't wanna wake up missing. <laughs> so <laughs> so we also <laughs> to start we have uranus retrograde okay so when uranus goes retrograde um it basically means from our perspective of earth uranus appears to be moving backwards in its orbit that's with any retrograde. Um, during Uranus, Uranus retrograde, though, um, the rebellious and innovative energy associated with Uranus becomes more introspective and internalized. Okay? Um, this is time where we may feel we need to reassess our own individuality, our personal freedoms, any unconventional ways of expressing ourselves, any dumb shit that we've been doing a like you're gonna literally be like what the fuck is going on with my life um you know uranus is known as like the great awakener you know um and we often see like um we see breakthroughs happen underneath um uranus retrograde also like any 
major transits that take place with Uranus, okay? Um, it's going to awaken um, and allow you to devolve deeper, delve, excuse me, deeper um, in your more authentic self. I told myself, I was like, okay, we're going to start using um, a little, like, we're going to use level two words now, like delve instead of dive. And I'm like, oh, look at me. And I can't even fucking read the notes. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, um, in terms of practical effects, when we're talking about Uranus retrograde, um, it could manifest as disruption and changes in various areas of your life. And it can bring unexpected events or breakthroughs or shifts in our relationships or our careers or our personal developments. Like there's a lot that could like, there's a lot. Um, if you're not working on yourself during this year in this retrograde, bitch, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. it. It's important to stay flexible, though, and adaptable during this time so you can embrace the opportunity of growth and transformation. Okay. Um, so we also know in Uranus retrograde, like we see a lot of societal changes, revolutions, shifts in... Um, shifts in culture um this is further amplifying that collective awakening and breaking down outdated systems and structures like yes we know that um pluto isn't going to station in aquarius long term until the beginning of next year but like bitch we're still getting the energy as you can see <laughs> so it's time to change not just self but also everything that's going on around us we must band together confirmation burp i tried to burp off of mike but confirmation burp i was like everybody needs to watch ants and i was like i'm not gonna say that and then it was like burp 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 y'all go watch ants <laughs> go watch ants y'all um, so then we have, um, the sun and Mercury Kazemi in cancer. Oh, I just scratched my tattoo. Um, so, um, it's going to, again, further enhance our ability to express ourselves. Again, it's going to be from a place of emotional depth, vulnerability, and authenticity. There's a lot of, look. There's a lot of expressions that's taking place this week. This is why I say this week can be a doozy if you're not going to be open and vulnerable and and authentically express yourself for your own growth and your own transformation. Like when I tell you this week is going to have your pussy, your balls, your them days popping, like it's going to have it popping if you are not prepared to do this introspective work. Okay. Um, then on Saturday, the first, we got a few things that are taking place. So, um, we have Mercury and Cancer that's going to be sextiling Jupiter and Taurus. And then we have the sun and Cancer sextiling Jupiter and Taurus. Mercury and the sun, they're out here popping pussy together. Okay. Okay. <laughs> first aspect. Mercury and Cancer sextiling, um, Jupiter and Taurus, right? Is the first part of that. Um, this aspect is going to, again, 
indicate that harmonious flow and communication and expansive thinking and it can enhance your ability to express your ideas and opinions in a clear and confident manner it's a valuable time for networking this weekend you need to network okay it's also going to help you when it comes to engaging in intellectual pursuits okay this brings optimism open-mindedness and opportunities for growth okay when we see the sun um, in Cancer, Sextile, and Jupiter in Taurus, um, this is going to amplify positive energy for self-expression and growth. And it's going to bring a sense of confidence and enthusiasm, even generosity. Okay, It, it can be favorable when we're talking about creating new things or even um, showcasing your personality, expanding when it comes to your... Um, to your reach to your people around you okay um the combination of these energies emphasizes stability emotional connection and even practicality in various topics of your life okay we then have um on sunday we have venus and leo squaring uranus and taurus okay this one it has It has the potential for disruptive energy, but it's going to be amplified destructive energy, okay? Um, but when we're talking about when we're talking about creativity, relationships, this square is going to it's going it's going to need your time it's going to need your energy it's going to need your effort uh it's going to need your attention we know when venus is in leo it needs attention it needs it's dramatic as fuck <laughs> like and then we know that uranus and taurus is about freedom and independence and innovation so there's going to be conflict because we're going to see these it, and it could bring about unexpected changes so we're going to see this conflict you're going to want to feel the need to break free but you're also going to be i'm getting so anxious trying to explain this you're going to feel the need to break free but you're also going to be seeking out this energy you're going to be seeking out um this attention okay so relax be mindful okay be mindful of that transit because it could get you fucked up don't let it get you fucked up i always say that to y'all but for real um, all in all, all in all, my top astrological event for this week is definitely Wednesday, um, when the sun in Cancer trines Saturn in Pisces, um, and it's part of the lunar grand trine with Mercury in Cancer and the moon in Scorpio. I didn't get into that because, babe, we, babe, this is already like almost a 30 minute freaking astrology segment. Um, this day is going, um, con this day is going to be conductive to teamwork and group problem solving, whether we're talking about work, personal life, um, there's no reason to go at it alone, tap into that hive mind and find the best solution. Um, 
anyway, I don't know why I wrote it like that, but we gotta move on. (laughs) My advice for this week is, um, with this week's energy being a little bit all over the place, take advantage of the positive aspects and lie low on some of those days that are more challenging but above all like be expressive like express your emotions be vulnerable and if you can't be vulnerable with other people at least be vulnerable with yourself okay this week i am just going to give you a plethora of crystals um i think this week we definitely after hearing the astrology so this is also why i do the astrology first because people always ask me why do you do the order that you do and i'm like okay well the energies that we have no control over we need to go over first so then we can control them so that's why we do astrology first because we so we can see what's going on in the skies what the sky is going to do with us because we can't control what's going on in the sky no right and then i do the crystals for the tool right and then we go to our source right which is ourself our vessel um so that's why i go in the order that i go in you're welcome anyway (laughs) anyway i'm just gonna give you um kind of a list this week and that's just because this week is going to be a challenge it's going to be emotional and we need to be comfortable in our own right i guess you could say um when it comes to our expansion anyway um so let's just go down this list so we have moonstone okay and these are gonna be oldies and goodies some of them might be new to some of y'all i don't know but i just did the oldies but goodies that i knew would help us um especially with these transits and aspects okay so we have moonstone and that's going to enhance intuition and emotional balance okay um moonstone is known for connection to lunar energy and the ability to enhance intuition and emotional intelligence i also have pearl um pearl um enhances our feminine energy and intuition okay um it symbolizes purity and innocence um and it cultivates emotional balance and harmony okay alexandrinite uh, this is one that i like it stimulates creativity and manifestation brings joy promotes spiritual growth and alignment um i I chose that one because it's again it's the spiritual growth and alignment mainly um it's for that inner transformation and that aligning with your higher purpose again when we're talking about being vulnerable throughout this whole week who and what are we aligning with right um i then have clear chords we can't go anywhere without some clear chords right amplifies energies and intentions promotes clarity and focus balances and harmonizes energies so this will help kind of clear that clutter um black tourmaline provides protection and grounding um oh black tourmaline okay it provides protection and grounding um clears and purifies energy also enhances spiritual and psychic awareness we have selenite as how could we not uh this is going to cleanse and purify our energy promotes clarity when we're talking about spiritual connections and it's also going to bring peace and calming energy um especially when we're talking about the effects on the uh, mind and emotions and that inner peace and serenity selenite baby Um, We then have my baby Lapis Lazuli. This is again going to enhance 
Um, your intuition, psychic abilities, promotes inner wisdom, truth seeking, boosts clarity and mental focus. Um, it, it can help you concentrate. Now, I, I know that I know that some of you guys are like, damn, like it's already going to be a highly emotional, intuitive week. Well, you also have to remember that with some of these crystals, it's going to balance those out. So when we're saying like enhances or balances intuition and psychic abilities, things of that nature, it's going to further help you and assist you and guide you with the uncertain energy that you may be feeling. Um, Rhodonite. Um, this is going to support a, a missional, a missional, a missional. This is going to support emotional healing and forgiveness. Um, we know that Rhodonite is great for the ability to heal emotional wounds, um, but it also encourages self-love and compassion. And again, it's going to promote that harmony in the need and the balancing of emotions. Uh, we got my baby Citrine. You know, I love me some Citrine. We know that Citrine attracts abundance, um, it's great for manifestations, but it also stimulates um, a positive mindset, even our self-confidence, okay? So uh, we we can definitely use citrine this week. Amethyst, it's going to enhance our spiritual awareness and intuition. Um, it promotes that calmness and that relaxation, and it's also going to aid when we're talking about purification and protection. Um Amethyst is a great all-around crystal, especially with weeks like these. Um, astrologically, when the energy's a little bit of everywhere, Amethyst is going to be like, girl, it's okay. Here, smoke this blunt. You know, hit this, hit this bong, whatever. You know, have added at your extracurriculars. That's what, that's how I feel Amethyst be sometimes. That's just me, though. Um, you know, tried and true. A lot of a lot of people call her a basic baddie, but you know that'll happen. That'll happen when people don't know how to. Anyway, we got my baby girl Rose Quartz. Yeah, how could we make this list for this emotional last week without her? This is going to promote that unconditional internal and external love and compassion. It's going to enhance self-love, enhance that emotional healing. It's going to restore harmony, restore peace, especially when we're talking about our vulnerability, our stability emotionally. This is great to work with when we have any major placements that are taking place in cancer. We have, how could I not, how could I not put this on here? Labradorite. It's going to enhance our intuition and our spiritual connections. Uh, protects and balances our energy. Again, this is one of those that we could pair when we're talking about balancing the energy. And then it's going to stimulate um, our imagination and creativity. I also have Amazonite. Okay, this is going to enhance communication and self-expression. We can't just be out here bumping our gums without knowing what we're going to say without speaking clearly and concisely right so i put amazon and i on there because of that trans these transits are taking place with mercury and cancer okay um uh balances emotions and promotes harmony it also attracts luck and prosperity okay 
So those are all of the crystals that um, could be great to work with this month. You have to use which crystals are best for you. Just because that's the crystal that I choose for the week, that does not mean, or for this week, this month, whatever the case may be, that does not mean that you have to use it. A lot of people are like, oh, I didn't feel like using that. Is it okay? Bitch, I don't give a fuck what crystal you use as long as you're healing yourself, okay? As long as you're healing yourself. I don't give a damn respectfully a little bit of disrespect um what crystals are you going to be using this week all right i'm gonna i'm gonna try to stay calm because when i be talking about numerology y'all injured number bitches y'all make my damn eyebrows itch you make my butthole hurt you make my ears bleed let me just read what I wrote and we'll get into it. Um, anyway, numerology is a metaphysical system that assigns symbolic numbers in what that assigns symbolic meanings to numbers. Okay. Um, it's based on a belief that numbers carry vibrational energy and possesses inherent qualities and characteristics. Okay. Studying and analyzing these numbers, numerologists believe they can gain insight into various aspects of life, including personal traits, life path, relationship, even future events. Numerology uses calculations based on an individual's birth date, full name, to derive significant numbers that uphold personal significance. I don't know why I wrote it like that. The most common number used in numerology includes life path number expression level number soul urge number and the destiny number and then i also put um etc but even angel numbers each number carries specific meanings that affect excuse me that offer deeper understandings in individuals personality strength and challenges um numerology has been practiced since babylon and I'm not just saying that, like legit, like the Babylonians used to use numerology, the Egyptians, the Greeks, um, and in various spiritual traditions, um, across cultures, they also use numerology, um, numerology i think it, at least after like doing my researches and stuff for the planner because numerology was the theme for the planner this month after doing my researches and stuff it's like numerology has evolved as anything should over time but it's like um people are missing pieces if they don't do their own research when it comes to numerology um here's the thing and my biggest grievance is with angel numbers okay my biggest grievance is with angel numbers um and the reason why the reason why my biggest grievance is with angel numbers is because in numerology we know we got to break it down there's only a few master numbers that we can leave in two digits but everything else we got to break it down to one right so when people are like oh my god <laughs> Oh my god. 222. I'm on the right path. Okay. Yes and no. And this is a catch 22. And this is why people be like, I don't get you, but I get you. And I'm like, I know because I don't. Like, when I tell y'all I don't care, I don't care. Right? 
on one side, I know that the number, when we have two, 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 we have to break it down, right? When we break it down, it breaks down to six. Six is about love and compassion, right? It's about harmony. It's about um, being at service to other. It encourages responsibility, right? Um, it, it, it's the embodiment of even excuse me empathy and creation right but when people are like oh my god two 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 i'm on the right path part of me is like bitch that's not <laughs> that's not what it means but the other part of me i'm like oh my god the universe is telling them they're on the right path because that's what they got intuitively so like for me i don't care but at the same time i'm like bitch what <laughs> like what right or like when people are like, oh my God, one, 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 or 11, 11, make a wish. And I'm like, okay, no, but yes, make a wish because 11, 11 on one part, if we break it down, it is four, which is about stability and foundation on another end. 11 is a master number. So we don't break it down. So we have 11 times two, right? And then on another number, I'm like, well, that's what the fucking universe is telling them to feel. So that's what they feel, right? Um, and then there's another part of angel numbers that we don't break down. When I tell you I can go on a whole angel number ramp, baby, right? So people are like two, 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 perfect example, which equals six, right? which is about love and compassion. But when we're talking about numerology and angel numbers, you have to continue to break it down. So two, 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 two plus two is six, correct? Yes, love and compassion. But then we also have the number two, harmony and balance. But we have it three times, which is creativity and expression, okay? So, for me, how I interpret two, two, two is that when we're, when it comes to love and compassion, we have to have harmony and balance to have a creative expression with somebody, with those around us, right? That's how I interpret it, right? So when I see one, 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 I'm like, okay, I need to ground myself and create stability for this new beginning, for this new start, for this new interaction, whatever that I am about to enter. Anyway, uh, let me stop going to my rant. So back to numerology. <laughs> like when I, when I be telling you, angel numbers make me tight, but at the same time, I'm like, yo, like who am I to tell you all that that's not what the universe is trying to tell you? Right, because I know I have my I ask the universe. I'm like, universe, show me X, Y, and Z to mean this or show me this number. Right, like who the fuck am I to tell them that that's not what the universe is telling them? But when we're talking about numerology, I'm like, fuck, that's not what it means. But like, go off. I I fuck with it. <laughs> like I'm fucking with the universe, fucking with you about two 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 three two three eight 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 nine 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 one two three four five, right? Uh <laughs> Oh, I feel like I sound like a crazy woman and I love it. So then when we're talking about numerology calculations, um, so these are derived from specific numbers from a person's birthday and their full name, right? So when we talk about our life path number, um, to get your life path number or what your life purposes is and their challenges and the lessons, when you calculate it, you add up all of the digits of your birthday 
then you reduce them to a single digit or a master number. That's what I was talking about. A master number is 11, 11, 22, 22. No, 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 no. A master number is 11, 22, 33. Google it. Double check me. I could be lying to you. Um, <laughs> um, and then you're going to reduce it. So perfect example if your birthday is july 15th 1980 you're gonna do seven which is 7 15 1980 so then the calculation would be zero plus seven plus one plus five plus one plus nine plus eight plus zero equals 31 three plus one equals four so your life path number is four okay we then have the expression number. This represents your natural talents, abilities, and potential. And um, these are going to be the letters of your full name. So A corresponds to one. B corresponds to C. I, it, it, A corresponds to one. B corresponds to two. C corresponds to three, and so on and so forth. Okay, so then you add up those numbers and then reduce them to a single digit or master number. For example, if your name is John Smith, the calculations would be one plus six plus eight plus five plus 11 plus four plus nine plus two plus eight equals 44. Um, the expression number would then be 44, okay? Um, so 44 is a master number. Y'all Google it and let me know. <laughs> your soul urge, your soul urge reveals your inner desires, motivations, and emotional needs. This is calculated using numerical values associated with the vowels in your name. Okay. For example, if your name is John Smith, you're only going to use the vowels in your name and reduce them to a single digit. It would be six plus nine plus one equals 16. One plus six equals seven. So your soul urge number is seven. Okay. And then last one, your destiny number. Destiny number represents your life's purpose and the path you are designed to follow. It is calculated assigned by numero, uh, blah, 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 the consonants in your first name. And then adding those up, reducing them to a single digit or a master number. Again, if your motherfucking name is John Smith. <laughs> if your motherfucking name is John Smith. 1 plus 8 plus 5 plus 4 plus 1 plus 4 plus 9 plus 2 plus 8 equals 42. 4 plus 2 equals 6. Your destiny number is 6. Ow. Okay. Those are just some examples. So let's really quick, really quick, really quick, really quick go over um, some the spiritual significance of 0 through 9 because we know that, that, that that's numerology. 0 through 9. I don't know what the fuck some of y'all bitches be doing. Anyway, anyway, zero through nine. <laughs> zero. Uh, oh, I didn't write zero. Ooh, message. So we have number one, individuality and new beginning. This number represents independence and the power of new beginning. It also signifies self-confidence, leadership, courage, and uh, courage to pursue our passions. One is also associated with creativity, innovation, and the ability to manifest our desires in reality.
The number two is about harmony and balance. Um, it's also about the power of cooperation. It encourages us to find balance in our relationships, emotions, and aspects of life. Two embodies the qualities such as empathy, diplomacy, and the qualities that bring people together in harmony. Number three, creativity and expression. Uh, it's about connecting within the divine. It encourages us to embrace our unique talents, communicate our truths, and manifest our creative visions. Three is associated with joy, enthusiasm, and the ability to express ourselves authentically. The number four, again, stability and foundation. Um, it And it shows the importance of building a solid foundation in life. It represents discipline, hard work, and the ability to manifest our goals throughout um, through diligent effort, excuse me, four is associated with practical as practicality, organization, and steady progress toward our aspirations. Five, freedom and adventure. Um, five represents change, freedom, and also the thirst for new experiences as an adventure. It encourages personal growth, adaptability, and willingness to step out of your comfort zone. Five embodies the ability of the qualities and abilities of curiosity, versatility, and the ability to embrace life's diverse opportunities and challenges. Number six, love and compassion. Six symbolizes love, harmony, um, and nurturing energy of compassion. It also encourages responsibility, services to others, and importance in creating loving relationships. Six embodies the qualities of empathy, balance, and the ability to create a harmonious environment. Seven is about inner wisdom and spirituality. The number seven represents inner wisdom, spiritual growth, and the quest for deeper under seven, under seven understanding. It encourages introspection, intuition, and the pursuit of spiritual acknowledgement. And excuse me, that's not what it says. Spiritual knowledge and enlightenment. Seven is associated with introspection, mysticism, and the ability to connect with higher realms of consciousness. Eight is about abundance and success, okay? Prosperity and the manifestation of material and spiritual wealth. It represents personal power, business, um, the ability to achieve in success through focus and determination. Eight embodies the qualities of confidence, resilience, and the capacity to create life abundance and fulfillment number nine spiritual completion and transformation um and also the cycle of endings and beginnings it symbolizes compassion humanitarianism and the potential profound spiritual growth nine invites us to let go of what no longer serves us embrace change and evolve into our higher self that's all I have for numerology. Oh, Lord, I'm tired. What numbers have y'all been seeing? Um, I didn't pick a card yet, so we're going to pick a card. I'm going to use the Rebel Oracle deck. I feel like we all just need a little kick in the ass today. Um, or for this week. We'll see. We'll see. I think I'm also going to give us an empowering question, if you don't mind. I've been slacking on the tarot part of my name. <laughs> uh. 
Um, again, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. This is going to be cute. We're going to be using the Rebel Oracle deck. Um, the Rebel Oracle deck. The Oracle with an attitude. Zero filters plus zero fucks equals all fun. You can get this deck at rebeldeck.com. This is not sponsored. Um, so you're welcome. Brace yourself. The rebel deck messages are quick, dirty, and direct. We give you ancient art of divination with modern makeover and added a little insult to insight. This deck is rebellious, foul-mouthed, and raw. Ask the cards what you need to know right now. And these messages will tell you like it is no interruptions needed so y'all think about what y'all need this week take a moment let's take a few breaths not breasts breaths think about what it is that you need to hear okay again i just work here bitch don't get mad at me take what resonates and then leave what doesn't Stop texting, stop stalking, stop checking on that person. Just fucking stop. Spend your time on someone worth it. Don't waste it on ridiculousness. Ask a fucking expert. Don't rely on your friends or the internet. Listen to a damn professional. Don't fucking force it. Allow that shit to come to you. You think someone is lying. They are. One, two, three, four. Okay, we're going to pull five more. You're being shady. Watch out. Shit could get ugly. Dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Make it rain. Make it rain. That project, that person, that idea is waiting. Get after that shit. The world has your back. You need a good fucking cry. Get your ugly cry on. Let that shit go. Your soul will thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, last one, last one. Last one, last one. Fuck! Shit's about to get real. Fuck. You need your person. You need your people around you. Oh, I hope that helped, guys. Oh, let me give you an empowering question, too, after I fucking just ripped you a new one. <laughs> your guys' empowering question for the week is What kind of situations do you avoid? What does this evasion say about your previous experiences or beliefs? What kind of situations do you avoid? What does this evasion say about your previous experiences or beliefs? 
you guys i could not do this without you and i wouldn't want to thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for joining in what's up to all of my new subscribers and listeners i thank you guys so much it means the world to me that you love listening to this podcast every week i'm so thankful i am so grateful um Make sure you head over to witchbitchtarot.com to see everything I have to offer. We actually have a Lunar Magic class coming up as well as a Crystal 101 class taking place with Crystal Pisces Studios. Um, again, head over to witchbitchtarot.com. The link will be in the description box below so you can see everything that I have to offer. If you have not already, make sure you join the Discord server where you can get daily information of all of the witchy good shit <sighs> until we meet again my friend as you know hoes will be hoes bitches will be bitches but you never really know when it comes to witches which bitch is which and no i do not sell owls so stop fucking asking <laughs>